0: Ashley Brock reading Diana Palmer's book, Lawless, Chapter 18, and the last chapter. I know, 18 chapters, what? Anyways. Surprisingly, Cash Grier decided to go along with Judd to New York. Christina Belmati saw Judd off from the front porch. She was so far along in her pregnancy that he didn't want her to risk the trip or even go to the airport with him. She didn't want him to go without her, but she was out of excuses. I'll be back day after tomorrow, he whispered, bending to kiss your tenderly. Don't have the baby until I get back. He added with outrageous, tender humor. I'll do my best. Don't you get entangled with Tippy again? She blurted out and then what? He scowled. Didn't she know how he felt? You're going to miss the plane, Marty said early. Don't speed to get to the airport. Yes, Mama. He murmured on a sigh. gave Christian about one last kiss and jumped into the SUV, speeding up the driveway. He never listens, Maudie muttered. He won't speed, she said comfortingly. She smiled. Come on, let's have some nice warm milk and talk about labor. All right, darling, if we must, Maudie said gently. The premiere was a gallant bit. Tippy Moore lived up to her publicity, dazzling in a black velvet dress, dressed with diamonds dripping from her ears and throat. She went into the theater on the arm of her leading man, ranch. Wayne, with the director, Joel, and his wife right with them. Cash and Judd had set seats near the front, and they watched the movie with real interest and helpless humor as the story came alive on the screen. Laughter echoed along the rows of Tippy and the cowboy bounced dry lines off each other and ended up embracing wildly in a puddle of mud as they discovered their two worlds could meet and merge at last. It was a standing ovation. Tippy had tears in her eyes. Her new career was almost a sure thing. She met Judd and Cash as they came out of the theater, hugging Judd warmly, but acting resident and nerd with Cash. You were great, they told It's going to be a blockbuster. Do you really think so? She asked her. You. Is your brother here? Cash asked suddenly. Why, yes, she faltered. She turned and motioned to a nice-looking young boy with dark hair wearing a new, neat suit. He had a very conventional haircut, and he looked like the product of military school. So he got closer, and they could see the twinkle in his dark green eyes. You're pretty good, sis. He amused, bumping against her playfully. He didn't fluff a single line. Watch your mouth, buster, she John laughing and generally I him. Rory, this is Judd Dunn. He's a Texas Ranger and a friend of mine. He and his wife are expecting their first child any day. She had to make sure he understood the relationship. Glad to meet you, Rory said, shaking hands. I've read a lot about the Texas Rangers since Tippy told me about you, he added excitedly. There's even several websites about the Rangers, past and present, on the internet. They're educational, all right, Chuck Chuckle. Nice to meet you, too. This is uh, Cash McGuire, Tippy said, nodding toward the older man. He's the assistant police chief in Jacobsville, Texas, where the movie was filmed. Rory looked at the man in the ponytail for a long moment. He seemed to subdue. Tippy told me a lot about you. I uh mentioned you to our commanding officer. He knows you. He said you were in Iraq together. He got his bed. He said he never knew anybody as brave as you were. He said uh said that you caught you they he said they caught you and tortured you. Worry! Tippy explained more like. Cash's face had hardened, his eyes were glinting like black. Like, I'm sorry, Rory said he moved closer and easy again. Shorter of here on mine? I'm messing everything up because I can't talk the way I want to. I think you're great, sir. A soldier, a soldier. Cash took a sharp breath and his eyes. He didn't like remembering his tour of duty in the Middle East or what he'd done, what he had been done to him there. The boy was walking on broken bones and didn't even realize it. Rory, why didn't you go on the rest? going to the restaurant with Joe and his wife and I'll be right along. Tippy said quickly trying to smooth things over. Yes, ma'am. Very sad, wounded, and ashamed. But as he turned away, a big strong hand came down on his shoulder and said, No Honesty is an underrated virtue, he told the boy. You say exactly what you think. I don't pull my punches either. I don't like remembering Desert Storm he had quietly I survived the other same of men you went in with me, didn't? They were good men, too. All right, but I'm glad you aren't angry, sir. Cash, the tall man corrected. Cash, the tall man corrected, and <laughs> he managed to smile for a little. I'm glad we got to talk. Me, too, Roar grinned Old boy again and flushed a little as he glanced at Judd and his sister and took off toward Joe Hunter. He's on mouth sometimes, Tippy muttered, worried at the look she's seen on Cash's face. I hope he doesn't offend you. You know, everybody offends me, as a rule. But I like a boy's grit. He'll do. He had it quietly. She forced his mouth. Thanks. chin came up. The look in his eyes was different, son. So you talked about me to him, did you? She went scarlet. It was such an odd reaction for an international model. Model and a newly emerging film star, that Judd's eyebrows met his hairline. Cash's eyes began to twinkle. He actually laughed. Tippy made an impatient sound in her turn and glanced after her brothers. There's a cast party at a restaurant close by, but you could stay and come home with us if you like, she added, talking deliberately to Judd. Whoa. He ran at the same time as Grier's cell phone vibrated madly in his pocket. He frowned and pulled it out, opening it. He seemed to have trouble hearing whoever was on the other end. He turned away with a hand over the ear that wasn't on the phone. All right, calm down, he said, Julian. That's tell me what happened. He nodded, glanced at Judd, grimaced, remembered something into his phone. As Monty, he said, she's been trying to reach you on your cell phone, but your battery must be dead. So she phoned me and said, Chrissy had a fall. We are taking her to the hospital. He was talking to thin air. Judd was at the curb. All the hail in a taxi. He went to Tippy Sorry, we have to go. He said, apologize. Rain check on the visit. He added to her surprise. Her face became ready. Yes, any time. She blurted out. He's smiled, gentlemen. And I'll see you. Tell Rory goodbye. She nodded. He ran to Judd, who was... Motioning wildly and jumped into the cab with him. Second support took off. Judd was too preoccupied to even wave goodbye to Tippy. His heart was clenched inside his chest. He was terrified. Christina Bell was hurt. What about the baby? Yes. asked. Monty said they do- didn't know anything yet. Cash told him and he was worried to. You'll go straight to the hospital. Listen, babies are surrounded by at Phew, it takes a lot. Better. What do you know about babies? Judd asked him. Cash averted his eyes. I almost had one of my own once, he said to his Don't bother asking anymore. He had to one when Judd open his mouth I don't talk about it, not to anyone. Judd didn't know what to say, so he said nothing, but he did wonder about the odd statement. It took forever to get back, but when they drove up together at the hospital, Judd and his SUV and Cash and his pickup truck, they left the vehicle sitting and ran together into the emergency room. Christina Bell, games, done. Judd faltered at the dust. His face, his eyes, were. Well, she was brought in after fault. She's pregnant. I'm her husband. Oh, Mr. Dunn. The clerk stared at him dumbly and held his breath, and he held his breath, terrified. She's already in a room. Just a second. She pressed the numbers and spoke to her. Room 211, she added. It's down that way. Congratulations. The last word didn't even register through the fear. They were both running and a blatant defiance of hospital rules until they reached the room, pushed open the door in unison, and stopped dead at the sight that met their eyes. Christina Bell was lying there with a tiny bundle on her arms, breastfeeding. She looked at Judd with heart in her eyes. Darling, she exclaimed, he could barely see her through the mist in his eyes. He went forward, shell shocked, oblivious to Marty and one of the Hart brothers, and a woman he didn't recognize, and a nurse putting around the room, Touched the tiny face, pressed so close to Christina Bell's soft skin, and then he looked down into her wide, soft, dark eyes. Touched her face with a hand that was just a little unsteady. All we knew was that you had a folly whispered. I was so afraid. I'm fine. The baby's fine. He was kissing her hard, hungrily. A broken groan going into her mouth just before he managed to lift his head. I love you. He was well. Anything that happened to you? But it didn't, she whispered, overwhelmed at the look in his eyes at what he said. He never said you loved me before, she was always meant to, he replied, calmly. He smiled with wonder as he searched right. you okay? She grinned. It wasn't much of a fall. I was putting up curtains in the baby's room, Twisted my back. I thought I'd killed myself, and it turned out to be labor. She indicated the tiny thing in her arms. Would you like to meet her son? His red car, our boy, she nodded and a girl came a deep draw from across the room at the window where Cash was bending over the bassinet, playing with a tiny finger. An ear-to-ear smile wanted to say, What? Judd stammered. Christina Bell pursed her lips and looked mischievous. You were so worried about me all the time that I was afraid to tell you it was twins. She confessed, smiling up at him. I was saving it for a surprise. Surprise! Twins. A boy and a girl. Two of them. He seemed rat- upwards. His eyes clouded, and he had to dash away moisture before anyone saw it. Cash had the little girl up in his big arms, and he was making really uncashed, crier sounds as he spoke to her. Hey, give me back my daughter, Judd told him with a mock growl. Cash looked crushed. Can I have this one? He asked. I don't have any of my own, and you've got two. How's that fair? Judd burst out laughing. So did Christina Bell at the expression on Cat's face. He moved forward, handing the child gently to Judd, his eyes soft and tender on her face. She looks like a mama, he told Judd. And for an instant, there was a flash of sadness over his hard features as he looked at Christina Bell, which he quickly erased. Yes, she does, Judd said huskily. and kissed the tiny four, two of them. She looked like a VW in front, and I never connected it. Christina Bell was laughing with pure delight as she watched the big... Strong man fuss over the little tiny girl. No need to wonder if she was gonna be spoiled rotten. When they say men only wanted sons. Ha! Names? Came a deep voice from the back of the room. It was big, handsome Leo Hart with his wife, Janie, beside him. Both men. Have you picked any out yet? Jasmina for a girl, Christine Bell said. We can call her Jesse and Jared for our son. Judd interrupted gently. From my great-great-grandfather, Judd Vera Dunn, who was a gunman and a Texas Ranger, and then a famous trail, trial lawyer in San Antonio. Back at the turn of the 20th century, he had—well, congratulations again. We better be off, Leo said. We have to go. We have to get down the hall and see Ray and Meredith. They had a brand new daughter, Selena, born about the same time your brood was. Tell her we say congratulations. Christina Bell called to them. They nodded. Brandon walked out together. Cash was still watching the tiny girl in Judd's arms hungrily. Judd made a face and handed her back to him. You can hold her, I guess, Judd said with a sigh. Judd remember who she belongs to. Cash grinned at him. She can live with you, but I'm going to be your godfather. He said, making faces, the tiny little thing in his arms. Daddy Cash... Is going to teach her how to fight hand to hand and use flashbangs and SWAT assaults. Marty let out a well pure roar. Poor Christina Bell burst out laughing. He's joking, Marty. No, he isn't, John murmured dryly. Cash ignored both of them, "'wrapped them in the glow of new Grant godfatherhood. When they were finally alone, Joe sat beside the bed and held Christina Bell's hand tight. his two babies. And he said, still shell I can't believe it. He didn't breathe a word. Monty didn't breathe a word. I swore her and the obstetrician to secrecy, she said with a weary smile. You had so much on your mind, darling, with the Clark trial and the changes in our lives. So, as I was in perfect health and there was no danger, I'd have told you if there was really. The Clark case had made national headlines, especially after Clark was convicted and sent to prison for her life, without hope of parole for murder. Jud and Christina Bell and Cash had all testified against him. Raise your fingers. Okay. How was the film premiere? The premiere wasn't quite as interesting as what happened afterward. Tippy and Cash raised eyebrows. Their last seat. It feared losing him to the model floated away like a loose balloon. They did? She asked. Seems she told her little brother quite a lot more about him than she did about me. And the boy said so. He grinned. Cash was almost shutting when Monty phoned and interrupted us. Oh, wow. And then he was Apparently, the boy's combatant at military score was with Cash in Iraq. He told the boy that Cash was captured and tortured and every other member of his unit was killed. She was I don't imagine that's the only secret he's caring about his past. He nodded, turned her hand in his and looked at Chrissy. He said, using her nickname for the first time in a life. He was really crazy over you. Her fingers on his It wouldn't have mattered because I've been in love with you almost my all my life. His cheeks went rooty. He studied her face hungrily. I've been in love with you since we married, but you were so young, honey. And you knew nothing of men or the world outside of ranch. I was afraid. She squeezes him. You're afraid it would be like your father and mother. But sweetheart, your mother liked adventure and parties and excitement, she reminded. I love cattle and ranching. Nothing the world could offer me would match what I already have with you. And now our babies. Japanese deals have put us into a six-figure income bracket. The ranch is prospering. We're branching out into raising purebred sailor wolves, and Nick is taking over as ranch manager and improving our equipment and facilities. And you've been offered promotion to a lieutenant again. How's that for a year? <laughs> it's great, I guess, but I don't want to have to work out of San Antonio. He had a quack. He gave her a call. What do you think? She's mildly. I think you should do what you want to. He frowned off Even if it means staying a, charging, a sergeant? Even if it means staying a sergeant, she replies off. He pauses it. There's another alternative. She still, yes? Joe Blake was offered a job over in El Paso, and he has family there, and he really wants to take it. He lifted his eyes. Cash would be bumped up to police chief of Jacobsville, which would leave his job open. My breath, you're thinking of taking it? You know, it's a little less demanding than range work. Although I love what I do, I like to be home all the time with you and the ba- with you and the babies. I know most of the guys on the force. He said, "Cash is going to be our baby's godfather," and I'm not jealous of him anymore. Well, not very jealous. See, minute. What do you think? He had it. Her eyes softened. I'd give anything to have you close by all the time, but I would have never have asked you. He got up, bent and kissed her hungrily, loving the fierce clasped of her arms around his neck. She kissed him back just as hungrily, tears running down her cheeks. It was like a dream come true. Jacobsville was a great place to be a policeman. It wasn't like being a ranger and having to go all over the state, all over the county, all over the world on cases. He'd still have the challenge of law enforcement work, but he'd be a little safer. That mattered now that he they had children and his job would be largely administrative. A loud clearing of the throat interrupted the bear's kiss. They lifted their heads at the same time and looked toward the door. The nurse was standing there with two little bodies. Sorry, mister Don, but you're blocking the baby supper and the hungry. He chuckled to him. God forbid, he said, right as soon as I bring them in. Pity you can't help do it, Christina Beltis as he said up adjusting the pillows and a fasting hospital. I'm too do flat just to be any help. He pointed out with a grin. The nurse laughed, as she handed Jasmine to Christy and Jared to John. He cradled his son while Christina Bell fed their daughter. The nurse left him alone with their family, smiling wistfully as she went out and closed the door. Twins, on the first try, I wonder, Judd said after every minute, frowning as he studied his young wife. I wonder what, sweetheart? She asked mine. If it was the red negligee. he replied wickedly. She laughed huskily. she wasn't wearing it. She wasn't wearing it on Christmas Eve, but she got pregnant in Japan, and she had been wearing it then. Maybe it was the green tea. She countered playfully, looked down at her son, looked quiet in Whatever it was, thank God. He retouched touching the little boy's cheek with a long finger. few seconds, that silently, watching the expression that washed over his hard he features with almost painful delight. She never thought of Yoda as a father. Suddenly, it was impossible to see him as anything else. He took to it like a duck to water. She was thinking back over a life from the horrible beating that had brought their marriage about, through the long years of hopeless longing, the danger of the Clark brothers. The wonder of Judd's adore at Christmas, the anguish of the months that followed the gunshot that almost ended her life, the Japanese trip, the jealousy, and finally the melting together of their lives. The pain had been almost unbearable at times, but as she looked from her children to her husband and back again, it occurred to her that happiness came at a price for those who were curious enough to pay it. The rewards were great. You look awful, he murmured, smiling at her expression. She his eyes with quiet wonder inside Africa. Yes, I was remembering something I read once about people who live quietly in the shallows and never really save our life because they're afraid to risk the depths or something like that. I was thinking that we pay for what we get in life one way or another and that the greatest pleasure comes only after the greatest pain. Inaudibly, I understand. Her dark eyes smiled and said, I was thinking, she had, that everything after ever been through in my life was worth it. His black eyes burned as they looked deep in her. Yes, we're rich in, more than we're rich in a way that has nothing to do with money, aren't we, babies? She grinned. The baby at her breast smothered its tiny hand over the soft skin. She looked down and touched its tiny head, head lovingly. Richer than pirates, he burst out laughing. His tongue made a sound and he brought the tiny little boy up to his hard lips. Kissing him tenderly, Christina Bell laid her cheek against her daughter's head and closed her eyes. The joy she felt was too great for any words to express, any words at all. Oh, Dean.